Welcome to Humanities by Humans, a podcast which features all aspects of the humanities from ancient to our everyday lives. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Burbage, and among many things, I teach humanities at Tidewater Community College. Each episode features a student voice. One of the neat things about the podcast assignment is that students can tie any interest to critical or creative thinking. In this episode, we'll hear from LaShonda Williams. So when did you get into geology? I became interested in geology after taking an earth science class in high school. However, I didn't officially get into it until my search for a major. I took a quiz which placed me in the earth science field, which was no surprise. The specific field it gave me was environmental science. While I do enjoy that topic, I am not a fan of biology. So I searched for a more abiotic path which led me to geology. Geology, the last term you'd expect to hear in a podcast for a humanities class, I know, but I swear I can tie it together with creative and critical thinking. First, let's talk about geology. The word geology is made up of the root word geo and the suffix ology. Geology is a Greek root word and means earth. Ology is Latin and means the study of, so naturally geology means the study of the earth. Now, there are many branches of geology, from paleontology to seismology, but today we're working with stratigraphy, which is the study of layer rock. Stratigraphy is used to relatively date layers of rocks or sediments and the fossils inside of them. It tells you the order of sequence the sediments or rocks were deposited in. This can be used to date important geological events and formations. To keep things simple, I will be discussing lithography, which can use igneous rocks, but is mostly used with sedimentary formations. Biostratigraphy is the other part of stratigraphy, but it is too complicated for a single podcast, at least for me. However, both are needed in real-life applications because sedimentary rocks are time-transgressive. This means they can basically be deposited anywhere at any time. So when we go to find out which systems are connected, we can't rely strictly on rock or sediment types. We need both the rock type and the time it was deposited. Lithography is basically finding which layers came first. However, majority of rock formations are not in their original orders. Rock formations are often shifted by folds, disrupted by igneous intrusions, and eroded. So how do we decide what happens first? Critical and creative thinking. First, we must review the five principles of stratigraphy. These are original horizontality, lateral continuity, superposition, cross-cutting relationships, and the law of intrusions. They basically make up a sort of rubric. You can check to see if each principle can be applied to the rock formation. This requires you to analyze the rock structure along with the topography around it. Anyway, onto applying critical and creative thinking to geology. A quick example of critical analysis. The layers of a formation are arranged in an arc shape. It's not possible for it to have been deposited in an arc shape due to the principle of original horizontality. Therefore, a fold must have occurred. Why not another one? This time, let's take a look at cross-cutting relationships. For this exercise, You'll need to know what a baked zone is. A baked zone occurs when an igneous intrusion, also called a dike, makes its way through the rock layers. It can do this because at this point it is still magma. Magma is viscous and incredibly hot, so it's going to cook whatever it passes by. The cooking is represented by dashes coming from the intrusion and drawn cross sections. Now let's picture some layers of rock. Maybe five? Okay, now picture a thick line coming from the bottom of layer one, which is at the bottom. 
I should also clarify that the oldest layers have the lowest numbers and start at the bottom of the picture. Anyway, the line goes from the bottom of layer 1 and stops just before layer 5. Here is a line going through all of the layers besides the fifth layer. Did the intrusion stop before reaching layer 5? Or was layer 5 deposited over an intrusion? Time to use critical thinking to determine the order. You notice there is a baked zone in layer 5. Using common sense, you know that you can't cook something that isn't there. And of course you can't cook something that has been deposited on because it has to be a firm solid to hold the layer on top of it. So, using your big brain, you conclude that the intrusion came after layer 5 and coincidentally stopped before intruding on the layer. And you are correct. A raw egg cannot become a fried one just by sitting in a pan. Heat has to be introduced before it cooks. I really hope that makes sense, because the uncooked layer is the raw egg and the cooked or baked layer is the fried egg. Raw has to come before fried, I guess. Anyway, now an example of creative thinking. Picture a 2D box filled with horizontal lines. Now imagine a force that pushes up the lines until it forms an arc. Then imagine a diagonal line from the corner of the box. Disregard the order of instructions I gave you and ask yourself, which came first, the intrusion or the folding? Without thinning the rocks, it's entirely up to you to decide the order. You could say the intrusion occurred first, then was tilted by the fold. Alternatively, you can say the fold came first and intrusion just happened to be tilted when going through the layers. The interpretation of geological formations was based entirely on critical and creative thinking. It's the real life puzzle. In fact, using a stratigraphy worksheet can not only strengthen your thinking skills, but your team's as well. It forces you to work together, communicate, and combine interpretations in order to reach one final sequence for your answer. While we're here, let's talk about soil, shall we? After all, you cannot have lithology without the litho, which means stone, but can also be interpreted as soil. Soil isn't the same everywhere. It varies in color, grain size, and even water holding capabilities. Different soil types have different uses, but how do you determine what soil type your sample is? You use key characteristics, and this, of course, requires critical thinking. There's not much room for creative thinking here. The simplest way to characterize a soil is using the texture triangle. The three sides are labeled sand, clay, and silt. You move around a triangle until the total percentage equals 100%. This can lead to all the sizes being equal or having only one grain size. However, you can't just jump right in. Texture is subjective, and soil type can't be determined only by touch. The soil sample must be filtrated, which leaves you with different percentages of sand, clay, and silt. The size descends in that order, by the way. Of course, there are bound to be mistakes when measuring the percentages. This can lead to different people coming to different texture classifications. Like stratigraphy, I believe this can be a team-building exercise. Between the digging and measuring, finding the exact texture of the soil is exhausting, so why not do it with others? By seeing what they describe as smooth or coarse, you can get an idea of how they view other things. Like, maybe you guys are making a blanket to sew. If you have done the soil exercises together, you can already have an idea of what materials your teammate may or may not like. The music used in this podcast is called Organisms, and it's by Chad Crouch. It is from the Free Music Archive and is under the CC license, Creative Commons. Fascinating stuff, LaShonda. Thank you for sharing how critical and creative thinking intersect with geology. I really admire your passion for the subject. Listeners, if you liked today's episode, take a look at the resources mentioned. They're linked in the show notes. 
The Humanities by Humans theme song is composed by Joseph Dade. A special thanks to all of today's contributors. We hope you'll tune in to the next episode of Humanities by Humans, where we study human culture and contribute to it, too.